What are your superpowers again? I've got an 18-inch Kong here. Fake Mark! This is not facts. I'm, I'm stating facts just because it's my opinion, and my opinion is facts. I'm not a big fan of nudity in television and movies. Most of the time, it's just for... They're like, I had a blast, and I'm having a great time. I'm glad they did, but the only thing I had a blast in was in my pants when the credits rolled and it was over. And his name is John C. You're listening to Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. Yo, everyone, you're listening to Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. Joining me for this episode is Sequestered Jester. Hey, baby. And Kuya. Hello. All righty, we're back after a bit of a hiatus there. A brief hiatus. We're back. Uh, so uh, Pinhead is taking a break. Uh, we hope he'll be able to join us sooner or later, whenever he's yeah. ready. Um, so lots have happened. We're now in November. Um, and we finally got to see uh, a few movies. But before we start with the movie reviews and uh, sharing our thoughts and opinions on those, we want to talk about a teaser trailer that was dropped last Monday as a surprise. No one saw this coming uh, because for whatever reason, like everyone is expecting, at least I was expecting to see some something like this drop on Disney Plus Day, which is this coming week on November twelfth. Um, they've it's no secret this Disney has been hyping it up. Disney Plus Day. There's going to be announcements for everything Disney Plus, all their new series and original movies, and all these things um, that are coming. They're going to be dropping trailers and sneak peeks and all that stuff. But last Monday we got an early teaser for the book of Boba Fett. So that dropped early Monday morning. And it's a very brief teaser. It's like, what, a minute and 30? Yeah, it's a little too short, in my opinion. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, so I think, yeah, it's definitely a teaser. I have a feeling whatever they drop on November 12th will could be an extended version of this that we've already seen. Right, right. So, but either way, um, so when I saw it, I thought, it looks cool. It, there was nothing particularly like that, you know, that they showed that was like, oh my God, you know? Um, so I think they're really, they're really holding, they're, they're still holding back uh, from November 12th. I'm assuming they're going to drop something there that'll make some, you know, that'll pretty much break the internet and break the collective uh, bucket head, headed minds of all the Boba Fett fans and lovers everywhere. So, um, yep, all, all like eight of you guys, yeah. shut yeah, up, sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, but yeah, uh, still, still really cool just to get an idea of what's going, what we're going to get for the book of Boba, which is going to drop on December 29th, which is really nice because after the Christmas holiday and in between New Year's, we get you know, Disney Plus is like, here, have some breadcrumbs, <laughs> so. It should be should be a lot of fun. Um, I think we're getting eight episodes as well. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the names oh. were leaked. Remember? That's yeah, they, right. They leaked up right. the names and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, I think it's eight. They dropped the titles of the episodes 
Um, of course, we get to see a lot of Boba and Fennec Shand and some very familiar aliens and creatures from the Star Wars, particularly from the original trilogy, which I thought was really cool. Um, there's something about seeing those original those background characters from the original trilogy that just brings you, for me, it brings it all the, you know, pretty much makes you feel like it's home, your home, you know, when you see those yeah. characters. Um, and you're, we're seeing different sides, di uh, different perspectives of um, the, the late job of the, well, it's now Boba's palace. So um, yeah, Jester and I were discussing, you know, there, there's going to be a Lego set called Boba's palace. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, you know, so, I mean, so basically, they're just gonna rehash fucking Jabba, uh, Jabba the Hutt's uh, palace and I mean, ch changing up the the throne or something. Yeah. Why not? Right? Why not? He took over, so God. it serves the story. It makes sense. So you know, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, we see a little bit of action in the trailer, and there's also um, an actress. What's her name from Flat? The movie. The 80s movie. She's really popular from that uh, Flashdance. Yeah. I forgot her name. Jennifer. Is it Jennifer Beals? I'm not sure. Hold on. Yeah, Jennifer Beals. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got it. Okay, yeah. So she's one of the, the Twi'leks. I think she's the orange Twi'lek, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. What uh, a I feeling. Thought, I thought it was really cool. Jester, what'd you think of the trailer? The teaser. Uh... I thought it was a massive letdown. I mean, for crying out loud, how long did we wait for this thing? I said in my review, it looks like a, a massive letdown, but I'm sorry. The trailer itself is a massive letdown. I don't know if this show is going to be. Um, no, I, I mean, I'll disagree with Mike on this one point. I think they're going to continue this boring trailer trend until the show comes out because just to make the hype even better, maybe – make the hype even better for you know the daily drops and wait for it to trend all the day on twitter um i don't know i think the only thing that came out of that trailer that seemed exciting to me was the fact that we i'm hoping i'm hoping it's not just you know cover up but that we see more of the the criminal underworld like really get to take a closer look at it um and i think that's that's pretty much it as far as I, what kind of got me somewhat excited, but it didn't really, I don't know. I was more excited before I saw the trailer. Now I'm just kind of like, eh, but I don't know. Well, I'll still have to wait and see. So remember we were also discussing off the air. Um, they could just continue to, yeah, they could just continue the trend of boring trailers because for the Mando season two, the trailer was cool, but it wasn't anything spectacular or, you know, right. But that's right. already because they, the, all the they already built the fan base hype everyone's excited for it everyone's gonna be watching it so it's the same with this they could yeah just hold everything back and just show glimpses which i, I actually actually kind of like too because i i i really prefer now just being surprised and mm -hmm. not knowing anything and just you know i i'd love to speculate and you know you know um imagine like wouldn't it be cool if this happened you know, but if it doesn't happen, okay, that's fine. Like, I want to see what the, what the for what the story is, but you know, I genuinely would because the thing now with a lot of marketing and trailers, especially for big movies, like especially these Marvel movies, a lot is shown in the trailer 
especially like the funny moments, which I get, I get it. They have to show that, you know, they have to show bits, bits of uh, humor here and there. But then when you see it in the movie, when you see that scene, for me, sometimes it's like, I've already seen this. So mm -hmm. I, I don't laugh as much, Yeah, you know, but um, getting a, a, a little bit uh, of a segue, like speaking about the Eternals, I've seen the trailer so many times and I like the trailer, um, the, the final trailer that they released. But when I saw the movie last night, so there's a scene where they're sitting at a table and Icarus slams on the on the table because he's thinking he even says like what is this table made out of vibranium and he smashes it to test it and the, the table breaks in half and what's his name um Festus. fastos says Festus. Ikea, fall collection and everyone always laughs at that julie always laughs at that line but there's actually more to that lot to that to the dialogue that was added that i thought was great because it was actually amusing because I didn't see all of it yet. So I appreciate when we see more of a scene than just, you know, them always showing us, you know, and I understand they have to show money shots, you know, the, the there's to really hype up and get excited, get people excited. But then again, for the, for Boba book of Boba, this is on Disney plus, this isn't uh, unlike a regular movie in a movie theater where they want to make sure people, you know, buy those tickets and then, you know, see the movie in the theater and their hope is always to you know uh word of mouth and post on social media and share how excited or how, how they enjoyed the movie for this one it's different because of course it's on disney plus which we know the numbers and the fact that a lot of people have tuned in to see the mandalorian um but yeah i feel like the the hype is there but it's different in a, in some sense yeah um, totally but I think definitely, um, I think as we get closer, it's gonna it's gonna just continue building up because I think they're also, I mean, aside from the, a book of Boba, we also have the Hawkeye show, which is dropping in a few weeks, actually, uh, Thanksgiving week. So I'm sure they're gonna be hyping that up as well because that's the first that's gonna be releasing ahead of the book of Boba Fett. Uh, but yeah, Akuya, what'd you think of the the teaser? Um, when I, when I saw it, I was just like, oh, okay. So they're, they're going to go, they're going to go about it this way. That's cool. Um, I guess they're going to try to make it like a syndicate. Like, you know, like Boba's going to create his own syndicate outside of the, uh, the other cr uh, criminal uh, syndicates in, uh, in the Star Wars universe. Right. Like, um, I, what was, what was, what was this, the one that, that's, that wasn't solo, the Crimson, whatever. Crimson, Crimson Dawn. Dawn. Crimson Dawn. And then there's, there's some other ones, the Pikes and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So we're probably going to see some of those guys uh, in this one if if it, if it is going to be like a you know what what Jester said like the the, the kind of piqued my interest and said oh like I want to see more of the criminal underworld and all that stuff. It's something that that's not uh, talked about or seen in uh, in any of the the movies just because like you know it's just oh like they're bounty hunters they're criminals they they have a criminal network. But the, this is this kind of a, a way for them to expand their universe in, in that sense. So the, this would be kind of exciting for that. Um, it it gave me some of those like mafioso type of vibes, like when um, when Boba Fett was talking about like, oh, I'm I'm gonna create something out of you know they're gonna they're gonna respect me instead of fear me or whatever. Like it reminded me of uh, something that uh, Lucky Luciano said uh, back in the in the twenties. That like you know if you if you if people are afraid of you you know they're they're gonna 
figure out a way to uh, to to hurt you or anything like that. But if they respect you, then then you know they'll do whatever it takes to help you out or whatever. You know what I mean? So right. I, when I first heard it, I was like, "God, that's bullshit." Fucking Bobo Bobo Fett would never say anything like that. But then I realized um, during the season two of Mandalorian, he went through a lot of things. Uh, and then, like during his time alone in in uh, Tatooine, you know, when when he got his ass uh, handed handed to him by a blind uh, blind Han Solo, um, you know what I mean. So, and even though he survived the Sarlacc pit or whatever, so he he probably has a little bit of uh, growing up to do and say, hey, maybe maybe the, my way of doing things before to strike fear isn't isn't really necessarily the way. So maybe maybe this is a this is a different way for me to do it do things now. So, it, you know, it didn't say much anything of, of anything in the in the trailer, but it it gave off those kinds of vibes that, that you know they're gonna try to make make it into like a like a mob type of uh, front or whatever. So oh. hopefully the eight episodes will be enough. I was gonna say because who knows what his definition of respect is. I know. Yeah, you know. I mean, like for for me, for because for me, res, res, respect is respect. Yeah, like you know, like right, you're, right. you're doing things like in in a fair, fair, just way. It doesn't have to be honorable. You know, like you can, right, you can right. be you can be a dickhead, but like if you just do it in a fair way, then people will respect you. But yeah. you know, for me, out that's kind of outside the character of Boba Fett. But again, I digress. Yeah, I I, I'm not an expert of of Boba Fett or anything, but. That 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 you know, it caught it caught my ear because it didn't sound like somebody something that he would say normally. It's just like he has a code, but it didn't sound like that was his code. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know? what I'm talking about, right? Like he, yeah, he's yeah. like, no. So for for me, I'm just like, you know, okay. As a again, the the what would you guys were talking about in the, in regards to keeping the trailers a little mum, a little you know, lighthearted and all that stuff. It uh, it tends to surprise the the people at, at the end because of you know whatever they're afraid of spoilers or anything like that. I think that I think that's going to be the trend for moving forward, because Filoni and uh, Favreau they, they don't want to do they don't want to spoil anything anymore just because right. of what what happened to Marvel and all that bullshit that's been happening. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, I, I I may find the trailer boring, but I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's yeah, good. I mean, like, doing that, you know, you know? The, look, look at us. We we were when we saw the Bad Batch trailer, we were all hyped up. Right, and, and look what happened at, the, at yeah. the end of the, the at the end of the the the, the season. I'm just like, eh. yeah, oh, I liked yeah. it. I enjoyed it. I mean, I mean, you liked it, yeah. But like for yeah. me, I'm just like, that's it. I we, enjoyed we, it, but I forgot we, about we, it. We have Omega, and that's it. That's it. So it, you know, like people need to stop uh, paying attention to trailers as much. Or, or putting the putting their their eggs in that trailer basket. It's the trailer reactions, bro. Let's go. Yeah, that's. All right, the take shills. it easy, soups. That's that's for that's for that's for the shills. That's for the people that are like, oh, I need to, oh my god. So I, I was surprised, so like you know, Jester didn't do a funny one in regards to like fucking, uh, you know, what the trailer reaction when we just as soon as he saw like you know Disney and then Boba Fett colors or whatever, he should he should have done like um. Uh, like squirt some mayonnaise the, up or something no yeah or or uh old uh old faithful guys are like fucking exploding and shit like that you know <laughs> hey, that's pretty that, good would, that would have been cool so yeah yeah but you know I, it, it, it's gonna be I, i'm gonna end up watching it anyways because like you know we, we need to talk about something here so <laughs> so, so like i know i'm I, I again i'm not you know i i told you guys i changed 
my perspective on Boba once I saw him fight. That that was the that was the one that that was the, the game changer in season two. Remember, I told you guys that. Yeah. That that when I, I he get, he garnered some respect for me when 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 I saw that and then, and then I realized I was like okay, okay. Then there you go. Then then he can, he can call himself a badass fucking uh, uh, bounty hunter because he did all that shit. You know. I'm like okay, cool. So I, I'm excited uh, again seeing Ming Na again. Beautiful, beautiful woman is is gonna be a fantastic thing for me. I love her. She's she's one of my favorite actresses. And um, just the, 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 the that little thing that, that they said at the at the very end, right? Um, when when they were saying like you know talk like that before Jabba would have thrown you guys under under the whatever the you know the thing. And then Boba at the at the very end, it's like, but please go ahead and speak speak your mind. Speak freely. Or speak freely or something like that, right? Yeah. And I, I was just thinking to myself. Holy shit, that's a little a lot scarier than getting dropped. <laughs> exactly, because you don't yeah. know. He's gonna fucking shoot you in the head or you know, what's gonna happen. Uh, or he's gonna have Dark Vader capture you and you know put you in a carbonite. Yeah, and, yeah. Vader yeah, is not here around this time. Uh, I mean he's a force ghost matter. somewhere. Hey, you know, my that force ghost might have captured somebody too. I don't know. Oh yeah, sure. It could happen. I do want to mention there is a shot in the trailer of the Tuscan Raiders walking. Along the uh, yeah. the Tatooine desert, and um, you know, remember when we first saw Boba Fett uh, at the beginning of um, Mando season two? Uh, he was in Tuscan Raider garb, or at least he mm-hmm. had the he had the um, the gaffy stick. So yep. we could see some flashbacks in this series of how he got into, you know, that, that Tuscan uh, yeah, guard. Maybe, maybe he survived, right? Like, maybe he called his, his way, way up and then the, the Tuscan Raiders uh, rescued him from the Sarlacc pit. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows, yeah. And there is also a shot that I thought was interesting of his helmet dropping to the ground, and it looks like a bunch of credits or... Um, yeah, yeah, arcade, like... Arcade, uh, empire, tokens? I don't know. <laughs> empire, yeah. empire credits, I think. Like empire yeah, credits. yeah. Yeah, it drops from the helmet. So, um, just some really interesting shots. I mean, nothing, again, nothing mind-blowing, nothing like, oh my God, but still cool. I mean, um, and Ming-Na yeah. looks great. Ming-Na looks great alongside... Uh, she she was by far more more menacing than Boba Fett was, in, in a sense, like the way the way she was like walking, talking, whatever. So, right. but, but that's, that's, you know, that she's going to be Boba's protector because uh, she owes... Her life, right? This it's a life debt, if I'm not mistaken, right? Right, because he, he saved he, her. He saved her, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. so, but yeah, and I like that he's having a te- he's having a team meeting, and he's asking everyone like, "Hey, what do you guys think? So, if we cooperate, <laughs> like we can run the show." And and Bosque, you know, Bosque would be like, you know, or one of the Bosque people. I, I don't know. So, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I like the direction this is going because, again, like we could we could see him just going on his own with Fennec Sand. And that would have been cool, too. But I feel like there's already been a lot of stories that's been told about that. And we kind of saw a little bit of it, a, a little bit of that in the in um, the Mandalorian season two, that I think this this is the, the most logical, you know, so I mean, my, my, why, why would you take over? Huh? In re- in regards to Crimson Dawn, who was in charge of Crimson Dawn at the time when Boba Fett was still alive? Is around the the, the Mandalorian time? 
because um uh what's what's his name was in charge of it but then he died right uh prior um what the what the hell is it? Darth Maul right? right Maul was in charge of the Crimson Dawn before so yeah. it says here I did a Google a, a Google on so this is Wikipedia um the leaders of uh of Crimson Dawn uh has been Darth Maul Dryden Voss. So Dryden Voss, it says here publicly, he was the leader publicly because yeah. um, uh, Crimson Dawn, I guess, was more in the shadow, mm. was more in the shadows. And it says here, Lady Kira yeah. also the leader. So uh, are, are, is there a chance that we're going to see Kira or what? Who knows? Mm. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, cool. it would be cool it would it would make sense if if they do that then it would make more sense if they did if they continued the story in solo yeah you know um, um so around around this time also is han solo alive he was right yes okay yeah. was, was he was he still a you know a pirate or was he a general already five years afterwards he probably yeah. went back to his old ways of being this a, a yeah this is after smuggler. jedi this is after jedi so now that you mention it let's see goes back and shacks up with kira something i don't know then then they make ray and then ray says no fuck it i don't want to be a solo i'm going to be palpatine so they drop her off on jakku as she's a little kid and they leave yeah. her there I think that that would have been that would have made the made the most sense to me, but but then like you know, I, I like drama, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think Han is actually with Leia here because five oh, okay. years after Jedi, um, that would approximate that Ben Solo, what is around five years old. He, I don't think he, he doesn't leave until Ben Solo is much older. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so let's see. It says here. So this is from one of the books. It's hard because there's just no like. Can you just break it down for me? I have to post all these paragraphs. Like goodness gracious. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing an exact time. It's all right. Then that, that, that's fine. yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. Because I know that um, when he leaves, Ben Solo is much older. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, November 12th is coming right up. Also, it is a Friday. So, it's this Friday. And uh, which is kind of cool. But yeah, that's the day we're going to get a lot of these. Um, if, if we're not getting it, we have to get some kind of extended trailer or something. You know, I'm they, sure we will. But I think they're. I don't know if they also they also mentioned like a behind the scenes look or something like that. Um, That's for uh, Book of Bubba, yeah. Yeah. So and then there's also rumor that we may get either a behind the scenes or a teaser for Kenobi. So, mm. um, Andor will probably get a, a trailer as well because that's nobody that cares here. Nobody cares. So, well, I do. So I we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens and with it. Han Solo Light, cool. the, you know, Han Solo Light was the most boring one in in uh, 
Rogue One, to be honest with you. So, well, we'll see. But it's, it's all right. We shall see. So he, he's a good actor, so he'll make do. Yeah, and he's producing it too. Oh, was he? Yeah, he's oh. producing it. So the fact yeah. that he's producing it shows like dedication. Like, oh, he's just not in it for you know. So that's I thought that was pretty cool. And see, that's yeah, the thing. I mean, to be honest with you, he's in it for the money because he is producing it. So. Yeah, but having that extra responsibility also, you know. Oh, yeah. It shows a little bit more, you know, because he could just oh, be yeah. like, you I know. actually have to care. I actually, actually have right. to care because exactly. it's my money. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's, he. see, that's the thing. I wish that, I wish that Disney would not have allowed to kill all the characters from Rogue One. At least, the, so we, because... And that's the thing they didn't. I I don't think they expected how much people would really enjoy those characters. Like they shouldn't have ended it there because now it it gives them a dead end because all now all you can do is prequels to, to that movie for those characters. You can't continue their story because they all die there, right? Yeah. So I I or at least you know maybe kill a few. You don't have to kill all of them. Like holy shit! <laughs> but then again, I do in a, in some sense I do applaud them. Because it is very bold of them to just fuck it, kill them. <laughs> when, no, when but they, again, like in, in uh, episode four, that's what they said, right? The the the, the team of Rogue One sacrificed themselves, right, to to get this to us. Right. Okay, so I mean, when when people well, say like not, they sacrificed, them. not specifically the team of Rogue One, they just said many Bothan spies died to give oh, us information. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the second oh. Death Star, isn't it? Uh, is it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, on oh, the first right, one, I think they, they said Mon Mothma. Mothma. That's right. That's right. It's Mon Mothma that says that. Yeah, so it's, yeah, she's in Je- Return of the Jedi. That's right. But yeah, in episode four, Rogue One is never mentioned yet because Rogue One oh, okay. does not exist. It just says in the in the um, opening crawl text, Rebel Spies, if I'm not mistaken. So... Uh-huh. Uh, right. let's see but yeah I'm I'm looking everything that they're going to drop I'm looking forward to bring it uh, especially for the Star Wars series I'm hyped um, so yeah okay so here's the opening crawl for episode 4 A New Hope um, it's a period of civil war rebel spaceships striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against the evil galactic empire that's in Rogue One because they didn't know where the rebel base was yet um, on Yavin. During the battle, rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon. So there you go. Yeah. You have the team of Rogue One. But here, they're just mentioned as rebel spies. And that's, yeah. it's, that's the genius of George Lucas. Like, holy shit, dude. The opening... Who would have thought that the opening crawl would be another movie years later before the original movie? Like, that's just brilliant. And um, what's his name? One of the ILM um, guys came up with that idea for Rogue One. Came up with a story idea. Uh, let's see. So we lost Jester for a bit, but he'll be back. Yep. Yeah. So um, I know, man, I'm... I'm I know the guy's name. I'm just blanking. But yeah, anyway, one of the ILM guys 
he came up with the idea for Rogue One, the story idea, because of that opening crawl, that opening text. And I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty damn awesome. So, all righty. So, yeah, from uh, Book of Boba and the upcoming Disney Plus Day, we finally got to see Dune, which was released a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it in the theater a few weeks ago, opening weekend, mm-hmm. and I absolutely loved it and enjoyed it uh, mm-hmm. so i think i was really holding off um and i made sure to see it opening weekend because i really wanted to experience it on the big screen uh mm-hmm. and then if i wanted to rewatch it which i have i've rewatched it on hbo max uh, a few times already but yep. you know this is definitely the seeing this movie on the big screen is definitely the way to go it's a truly epic story and i've never read the book I never saw any of the movies or the original, the 80s movie. Um, so I went in this cold and I just wanted to experience it for the first time. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, see, seeing the trailers before the movie was awesome, especially seeing the Batman trailer uh, on the big screen, was, which was very loud, um, was awesome. I, I really enjoyed that as well. And then, uh, yeah, the, the movie is fantastic and it's doing really well at the box office. I love the cast and everything about it, the effects, the fact that they shot in the desert in Jordan and I think Dubai, they also shot in Dubai. Um, it's fan- absolutely fantastic. So it's definitely a, a true sci-fi epic that um, people need to see. First on the big screen, I would say, you know, no home theater can can match, you know, seeing this on the big screen. So at least the first time. Uh, Jester, you saw Dune on uh, IMAX? Oh, yeah, uh, I did see it on IMAX. And that's the way I recommend you should see it. Uh, 100%. Uh, what was that? No, nothing. Um, oh, sorry. I, I was, I was just going to say, um, as much as I'd like to see it on IMAX, it's a two and a half hour movie and our IMAX theater here, the seats suck. So uh, yeah, I was feeling it curled up. <laughs> yeah, no, I was definitely feeling it like, uh, like the hour and 45 minute mark. I was like, man, my back. You know? And I was like, oh my gosh. No, yeah. Um, at least see it in theaters though. Yeah. If you have a good, cause our, our theater seats are way better than the IMAX theater seats. So. But it was good. Um, it was great, actually. Uh, it was such a beautiful movie. I mean, every every second of it was quite the marvel to look at. Um, and as of a fan of the book, it was very. It was a very close rendition of the book, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, Denny did a fantastic job. Um, I wish that we had part two coming out a little closer than what we got, but you know, Warner Brothers likes to screw with everybody so you want to play safe first yeah play safe that's like you know what yeah whatever yeah. i can go on a rant about that but yeah they're, they're, um, they're idiots so yeah it's like yeah how, how has playing safe gotten you guys so far huh yeah not very far so just to interrupt you a little bit since you're on the topic of dune part two um reportedly filming will begin in july of 2022 Nice. 
and the release date for part two isn't until fall 2023. But you know what? I would say be happy because, you know, There's another, movie, another movie that did very well still doesn't have an announced sequel. And it's called Zack Snyder's Justice League. And that did very well, HBO Max numbers wise. Oh, I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the original one, Man of Steel, that actually did very well, also. Yes, but in a way, we had the continuation of that story with Batman versus Superman. Uh, I mean, we're talking about Man of Steel too, though. That's the that's the thing, right? But let's let's talk about restoring the Snyderverse in that aspect. We haven't gotten anything, at least, dude. Within days of the release, Warner Brothers was like, dude, part two. It's happening. And all the cast shared it on their Instagram. And I'm like, wow, if only, if only Warner Brothers gave the same amount of respect to, to, to the man himself, Zack Snyder, you know, and the fans that are willing to, uh, you know, support this. Anyway, continue on, Jester. Yeah, no, it was, it was a great movie. Um, very close rendition to the book uh, compared to especially the other material we've gotten. Uh, I wish Pinhead was here. He'd be able to really dive deep onto this stuff, but uh, I can only do what I can do. Uh, the acting was flawless. The visuals were amazing. It's It's been a while since I've seen a movie that's been this good. Um, that just made me enjoy every second of it. <clears throat> um, I, I wasn't even a movie, but I guess the last thing it could be would be Mandalorian season two, where I was just enjoying every bit of it. But um. Yeah, the sound, of course, Hans Zimmer just knocked it out of the park. It was, I don't know, it's, it all just came together perfectly. Just, it all came together perfectly. And I, I recommend a, it. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I have a question. Um, was there anything that was drastically changed from the book to the movie version that, that you kind of didn't like or maybe that was kind of, maybe just maybe not necessarily didn't like but maybe you were just surprised at um one of the characters was changed from male to female oh, okay uh, the doctor uh, right uh, not the doctor i'm talking about the 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 council for the emperor that was the one right um i think it was their the, I, don't, I don't remember the name it was their guide yeah, she, yeah, the the, the yeah. Fremen, uh, the the, the uh -huh. girl. Yeah. yeah, she was Fremen. Yeah, um, oh, Doctor Liet Kynes. Yep, she uh, she uh, she was supposed to be a he in the book and the movies. So. Oh, yeah, and okay. in, in the book, it's uh, she's a he, but the change didn't do anything. It seemed fine. Like, right. I yeah. thought she, I thought she did a good job. She played the character right in my mind. So I was yeah. like, okay, well, that's, that's all I can ask for. It's not that big of a deal. Um, yeah, so I think that's the only, like, major change from what I remember. Yeah. Um, all of it's pretty close. Oh. You know, I, I can understand that the story is, like, a little hard to comprehend, but at the same time, they do a pretty good job of filling you in as a as a non-book reader like if you're just going to see it like they answer pretty much most of the questions that you're going to have in this first part i assume they're going to do answering the rest of the questions in the later part but yeah so right it was amazing i i also liked the the different languages that was in the film 
and even the sign language that Lady Jessica used does. Mm-hmm. I thought that was brilliant because it actually worked into the story. Right. You know, s- several times, not just once, but a few times. So I thought that was really that was really cool. Um, yeah, the cast was fantastic. Everyone, everyone is fantastic, and I'm just like, man, these. And I kind of wish, like, because when you, I remember when they released that um, sneak peek photo of Oscar Isaac in the armor, and I was like, that looks badass. It looks like a Metal Gear armor or, so, or something, like. And I was hoping, like, oh, we're gonna see, we're gonna see them in action in this armor. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, wrong, what? wrong movie, wrong movie, yeah. nope. right? But yeah. it looked really cool. But like, yeah, unfortunately. No. Yeah, it's a sci-fi drama, not a sci-fi action. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And that's um, fine because for a two and a half hour movie, you know, I never got bored. The storytelling was very well done where in fact, like, you know, you have all these scenes that just work cohesively and it's just, it tells this the story uh, of this, of, you know, it starts with Paul Atreides and then of course all the characters around him, his mother, his father and the house Atreides and all these things like, Really fantastic. Yeah. So, Kuya, what did you think of Dune? Mm. Oh, it was great. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad that uh, people that love the book uh, appreciates this movie because, again, the the one that David Fincher made in uh, in the 80s was a little askew. And he, he went, uh, had creative uh, liberties on that movie. So... You know the the aspect of uh, um, you know the powers of the Bene Gesserit. You know the the, the speaking or the the, the the you know what is it called? Is it the, the speak? The voice. The voice or something like that. It, it, it's you know when 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 uh, when my wife saw it, she she nudged me and said, hey, "Isn't that like the things that the Jedi did?" And I was like, um, "Yeah, I'll explain it later." And, and you know, and then after the movie, I explained to her that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the voice, you know, like the, the powers that the Bene Gesserit had um, and all that stuff is a, an inspiration for George Lucas to do uh, for the Jedi in regards to the, the, the mind trick and stuff. Right. So, and she was like, oh, that's kind of nice. And, and, and you know, I explained to her that this book was like a very influential book for all sci-fi people. That... And she, and then you know, for her, she was entertained. She was just like she, she was like this, right? So I, you know, we saw two movies yet last night. We saw The Eternals and we saw um, uh, Dune. And she said the two movies that she saw is she is it's part you know it's part of a bigger whole, and she thoroughly enjoyed it. And she she she's gonna she's excited to to see more and all that stuff. Um, she wasn't really looking forward to it because she's not really fond of uh, Tim, Tim, uh, Timothy Chalamet and uh, Zendaya as actors, you know. So, but but she she liked the way they acted in in that sense. Um, uh, when when she saw or when when we saw the fi- the fighting, you know, like the the training with the uh, um, Gurney and uh, and Paul, uh, my wife was just like tapping me in the shoulder. And she's like. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's 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 Filipino martial arts. Filipino martial arts, and I'm like, yes, it is, and I'm happy because like, again, it's showing again things things that 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 I know and all that stuff. And I was like, they they they, 
they got it down to to a you know to a science and like the way they were fighting and I was like that's kind of cool. Um, the way that the the sh the shield uh, Jester was working was absolutely great. It's not like yeah. that that it's not like that that blocky shit that they did in the eighties, which was kind of stupid. But... <laughs> I, well, I saw I saw some footage of that the shield, and I'm like, what I was like, what the? You can barely see anything. But then but then you know this one is nice because it, again, it, it it's in layers, and like yeah. you know and the, the what Gurney said that like, you know the 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 the, the slow blade kills. So and, I, and like for me, it was kind of cool to to see all that stuff. Um, Duncan Idaho is a badass in the book. He's still a badass in the movies. Jason Momoa did did well. Um, uh, you know Oscar Isaac as Lado. Um, the only gripe that I have is I wish he was taller. But mm. but again, the, for me, you know that was the only thing. But you know he he's short. I, I, we can't we can't you know we can't expect <laughs> Oscar Isaac to grow for a movie. It's okay. They but, put him next to Brolin. He's short too. It's it looks fine. Yeah, you know, but like you know, for for me, I, when I when I saw when I saw fucking him as Lado, I was like, oh, the the way he was speaking was very royal, you know, royal like. Like he was very, um, he was great. Uh, the actress that played the uh, Lady Jessica was awesome. Fucking the the cast itself, the um, the the Harkonnen boss, uh, what's his name? Fucking amazing, Aaron? yeah, amazing. You know, he he was like he was like a he was so menacing in 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 like the the scenes that he was in. You know, and fucking Batista looked great. I was I was I was just like impressed with everything in in that sense, you know. So, and, and this is the thing that that I have issues with with the people that saw it. I, I there was a couple of people that made a comment, and I was like. I don't understand what the hype is about this movie. This was boring as hell, right? That's yeah. what that's what the guy that's what the, the 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 two guys said, and I was about to I was about to to grab my my pocket knife and start stabbing them motherfuckers because they're stupid. Jeez, you know because this it's part one. It's part it's half of it's barely half of the book. They they like... ended they ended on a part where they had to end it because the 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 next few few pages of, of the book. Ha you know they have to you know it has to be on a different movie otherwise it's going to be a longer movie well it's they like have pinhead, to end it there it's like pinhead was saying is that everyone's so accustomed to action 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 all the time now that yeah they have a movie that just tells a story they just get bored yeah. right yep and, and for for me the the word the way they built the world like how 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 grandiose the fucking emperor was and like they were talking about how expensive is this shit and are we going to pay for this you know all that stuff right like what is it necessary is it absolutely necessary you know like, all that stuff like for yeah. for me it was great is like they they barely said anything about the politics of of, of what the of, of what the world was but you understood that the the house of trades was in fucking trouble at the beginning because they they said like you know the people are you know people are looking for them for leadership but this is a big deal if if we fuck this up we're dead yeah, right. That's basically what what uh, what Leto said to to Paul in, in on the cliff. So you know, in 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 the, the in the smallest sense of you know, w without even creating a, a big ass speech, you know, to inspire his son, he, he just said it in the, in the, in the fewest words. And like the way the way that Denny shot it, the way the the scriptwriters wrote it, the way the way Frank uh, Herbert um, wrote it.
was absolutely magnificent. And it's just like, you know, we we have to do this, or you know, if we fail, we're dead. Like it's going to be war. So it, it was like I don't know. People, you know, people don't understand world building anymore. And you know, if if you know, if Lord of the Rings, if Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> fucking happened now than than it was before i know dude oh people mm-hmm. would have fucking hated that movie like yeah absolutely yep. because because that's the that's the comparison that i see here in, in regards to 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 dune is, is like you have to pay attention to every little detail well you to be to fair so to be fair when i saw the lord of the fellowship of the ring in theaters i had no idea about the books when I saw that movie, I was like, and then the movie ended, I'm like, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> like, where, where are we going about Dune, bro? Let's go. Like, come on, I'm still here. But here yeah. in Dune, right at the beginning, at the title, it says part one. I appreciated that because, me, yeah, I know there's a book. I know there's a few books. But, you know, for, for the general moviegoer, general audience member who, you know, hasn't read the book, when they see the part one, that should clue everyone in. Like, hey, this is part one of a story. There's more. So mm-hmm. watch this first so you understand what's going on in the second one, you know? So I really like that we saw, like, they put part one right there, right at the beginning, yep. right at the, t- the title. Yep. So, but yeah, I, I do agree. It would have been interesting to see <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring if it was released for the first time, like, in this day and age. People yeah, would be I, like... I mean- <laughs> and and you and you can understand like the the, the issues that that these um, renowned directors renowned filmmakers have against the Marvel movies. I'm not right. I'm not faulting them for saying the shit that they did because again, they 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 babied like all of the audiences to they spoon fed them all of this shit here. Here's some action. Here's some little bit of comedy, little bit of drama to just to mix it up. But then action, action, CGI, action, CGI, whatever. So so that you know you're you're good to go and get the fuck out of my way and give me give me your all your money. You know, nobody, nobody it's hard to tell a story anymore because people will say, Oh, it's too boring. Uh, I'll give I'll give it a fifty-six percent. I'll give this, I'll give that, I'll give whatever, whatever. You know, like just fucking watch the movie, shut the hell up, and then if you don't like it, then say something about it afterwards. But just enjoy it for what it is. It, it's an experience, you know. Like it's, I don't know. Like I, I really wanted to slap the shit out of those kids. Like they, I was, I was so mad, dude. Well, you gotta look at it this way. At least they still check the movie out because they could have just said like "fuck that movie" and not see it at all and not experience it at all. Because now, at least with with people like that, they've at least given uh, they've at least watched it, and you're hoping that it will get them back for part two, and maybe it might even get them curious about the book or the audiobook, whatever it is. Who knows? So yeah. you know. No, but it, it's for me. It's enjoyable. I I, I liked it. It's it's uh, like one of one of Denny's uh, best movies. Uh, it's be- it's better than. Uh, it's better than uh, the 2049 movie. But I mean, I, I, I you know, 
yeah, just fucking watch it. If if people who hasn't seen it have been watching it yet, just fucking watch it. it just it, it, just enjoy yourself. Even if you watch it on a small screen, it, you'll enjoy it. If if you watch it on the big screen, you'll you'll enjoy it even more. Dude, my dad watched it on his phone. What? On his phone. Wow. And he I mean, loved it. The, he the loved way it. Denny Villeneuve intended. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, and he's like, "Are you serious? There's, there's like a part two. When's that coming out? I gotta wait for that now." And I'm like, "Yeah, you gotta wait for that." <laughs> yeah, that's like well, watching the next Christopher. No- but hey, at least he loved it, right? So at least he wa- right, he's gonna watch right. it again. I mean, hey, as they said, you know, and that's the thing. George Lucas even said, or I think it was George Lucas, or I can't remember which director, but I, I'm pretty sure it could be George Lucas. That he said that in the future, he was predicting the future. You know, people won't be watching movies in the movie theater or not, not specifically, not exclusively just in the movie theater. They'll be watching it, you know, at the comfort of their own home. Not uh, it was a uh, Spielberg, I think. Or Spielberg. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, as that's the thing now, especially in the, the day and age of streaming, you're lucky if your movie is even seen and, you know, or your show is seen and even talked about at all because of the amount of content that we're getting you know there's so many options now to watch it wasn't like you know even 20 years ago 30 years ago you had a select you know and the the amount of movies even uh pre-covid you had movie after movie after releasing you had all these movies competing for uh time and attention on the on the at the uh, movie theaters that not every every single movie got the proper attention you know Mm. So at least now, and that's the thing with, I guess, with the accessibility and the technology, if, if, if you have a good story, people will find it, people will watch it. So, you know, um, so this is from variety.com. This was posted three days ago. Um, I just wanted to, I was curious about how it's doing box office wise. It says here, this, so this is from three days ago. Uh, overall, Dune has made $75 million in North America. And more than 17 million has come from premium formats. So Dune may be the most may be the most dramatic example of IMAX's newfound influence, but it's not the sole blockbuster in pandemic times to generate outsized receipts from premium screens. Mm-hmm. So that's from three days ago. And we're recording this on a Sunday night. So t- by tomorrow, we'll probably get new box office records and we'll see how much it's gone up uh, over the weekend. Because last night when we watched Eternals, right before the movie, we were walking in. Uh, there was a crowd that was walking out, and it sounded like they watched. They just watched Dune, and mm-hmm. this was a big crowd. So I'm like, that's that's a pretty good. Were, were, were they saying like, oh, like the movie wasn't about anything? No, it was um, boring. No, it was boring. None of that. It was more like they were praising it, and like a lot of people talking about the cast and the actors. So. Yep. Fucking chills. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Also here, um, there is another one. So this is from Forbes and it says, so this was posted um, earlier today uh, at 1.05 PM. So it says here, box office, Dune survives Eternals, has no time to die, nears 670 million. So it says here, Dune earned 7.62 million in its third weekend, bringing in. So earlier I mentioned as of three days ago, it was 75 million. 
in North in and the U.S. It's now at eighty three point ninety five million in seventeen days. So that's a halfway decent hold considering Eternals took most of its IMAX screens. And I'm curious as to whether the general audience reception for the MCU movie will serve to benefit the Frank Herbert adaptation. So nonetheless, 100 million domestic is a coin toss at this point, if that'll uh, happen for Dune. But the fact that Warner Brothers announced part two is you know, pretty good since it's already pretty much confirmed. Um, but yeah, it'll be, I think Eternals will definitely be the number one this weekend, of course. And then, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But it would be cool if Dune at least makes it to 100 million. Um, because I think, what, it costs like over 200 to make this one. So... Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, you know, they, they gave $100 million to fucking, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, to portray the sandworm. You know what I mean? He, he gained, like, uh, uh, Christian Bale. Christian, Christian Bale. Yeah. Uh, he played uh, a lot of weight, he right? Some, he gained <laughs> so much weight. Yep. Yeah. I was so, like, when, when I saw that meme, I was like, oh, fucking, okay, cool. Also, there, when um, I want to say a lot of, a lot of people, especially particularly on TikTok talking about Dune and how it was false advertising that Zendaya was barely in the movie. And I'm like, what's false advertising about that? They didn't tell you. The, the trailer doesn't tell you that this movie is all about Zendaya. Like, <laughs> why, where, where did you get that this is? What, how is that false advertising? Fucking stands, man. <laughs> hey, she was in the first shot. She was in, the, in, the, in most of the, 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 the shots in the, in the movie. She was in the at the very end of the the movie, so she's she was all over the movie, pretty much. So what do you want? Like, and no, no. Obviously, oh, they wanted her to to speak. Oh, was, oh, so she only had a few lines. Well, oh. she spoke, and so I, I don't know. This is just interesting because I, it I just happened to to see this. This is from Yahoo.com. Um, how much did Zendaya get paid for Dune? Because it's one of the re search results here. Um, and it says here, given her small role in the film, showbiz galore. Esti so this is an estimate. Estimates her salary was a cool $300,000. Jeez. While this is nothing to be disappointed by, it's a lot less than what the film's lead, Timothy Chalamet, made at around $2 million. Well, of course. He's, well, he's the lead. majority. Yeah, he's the majority of the movie, dude. <laughs> what right. are you talking about? She'll and make more the next one. When you're number one on the call sheet, you better get paid. You bet, because you're I mean, there every it, damn day. <laughs> Jester, correct me if I'm wrong. Like Shawnee has like a very important part in later in the book, right? Uh, Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya's or, part. Oh what, yeah, Shawnee, right? Shawnee. Or um, what, what, what's Shawnee? What, what's 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 the character name? Oh, I, no. I don't remember. Shawnee, um, it's Shawnee. Shawnee. But yeah. Zendaya, she will be. She'll make more in the next one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because she yeah. she has a kind of an important part in the next movie, right? Yes. Yes, she does. Kind of. Okay. I just wanted to confirm that, just because, like, you know, all the all these uh, stands are going to be like, well, what the fuck, man? She's the biggest name there. No, she's not the biggest no, name there. Not. I'm sorry. No, she's not. She's not. But she, I'm sorry. When you when you look at the cast, she is a big name because she's the I'm only sorry, one. Sorry, TikTokers. Right. She's... I'm sorry, TikTokers. But when you look she's... at her name, when you look at her name, she's only got one name. She's known by. Uh, 
So she's following suit with Madonna and Prince and Cher. So she's smart. <laughs> and I, I got to say that 300,000, that's low. I would have asked for 500. No, nah, man. Do you know hey, who I am? I'm in Spider-Man. Mike. Mike. Spider-Man. Mike. <laughs> Mike, if Danny Villeneuve asks you to 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 play a bit part in one of his fucking movies, and he says I'll offer you three hundred thousand dollars, would you be like, "Oh, I want a half a mil"? Of course, no. I would, because I'm not Zendaya. Doesn't matter. Like, I, I would, I would be like, I'm "Hey, you know what? It, you're gonna, I'm, I'm, you're gonna put my name on on a movie that you made." Well, of give course, I would take it. That's what I'm saying, because I'm not Zendaya. Give, give me a hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I just want to pay my bills. And then, I'll, and then my, my name my name will be legendary for the rest of my life, and and I'm good. I'll tell you what, Danny, <laughs> you can fart on me, and I'll be in your movie. You don't even have to pay me. I'll just right? uh-huh. all righty. Let, so let from, me turn the page. Let me turn the Dune pages for you. Here, from from Arrakis, we go to we go to Earth actually with the Eternals. So this is the next big Marvel movie. Uh, the next big Marvel movie finally released uh, this weekend. So this, of course, much like Guardians of the Galaxy, a very obscure, not as, uh, not necessarily um, uh, a very established, you know, group of characters like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Unlike, of course, your Spider-Man. Your Incredible Hulk, Captain America, um, and Thor. Um, but so the Eternals, uh, I was always curious about how this movie looked, and it's directed by Chloe Zhao, Academy Award winner Chloe car, Zhao. Uh, yep, there you go. Man, the let's, Academy, let's, let's get that corrected. <laughs> right. When the, when the Academy Awards happened earlier this year, and um, Chloe Zhao's film won, um what's the what's the her um no, uh, nomadland nomadland thank you that one that movie won quite a few oscars so when that movie won best film best picture um a lot of the marvel stands were like oh my god eternal is gonna be a, an oscar winning movie <laughs> and i'm just like calm the fuck down people hold on let's not get too excited because Nomadland, I've never seen Nomadland, but it's when you see the trailer, it's obviously, a, and, and the, the cast that's in it, it's obviously a different movie, a different story. It's not a Marvel movie, you know? Um, but then when I saw the trailer for The Eternals, even from the first, you know, sneak peek, it always looked interesting because this is something different. It, it piqued my interest. Um, and then, of course, finding a little bit more about what the movie could be about. And when we got the final trailer, which I absolutely like uh, and enjoy, um, it got me really excited to see it. So before this movie released and we got the right, so the current, let's just say this, we don't, we don't praise the almighty tomato, but I think it's funny and amusing because for the longest time, especially with this bullshit competition of Marvel and DC, when a Marvel movie's out, it's always fresh. It's always rated fresh. And for the longest time, 90, 95, nobody, knows, nobody knows the true struggle unless you're a DC fan and you're reading, you're rooting for your team, your home team, and you always get the, the rotten shit, <laughs> you know? But it's like, okay, whatever. I'm still going to watch the movie. I'm going to enjoy it. I don't care about critics. 
but it's it's still nice to see it's still nice to see a movie you know especially the one you, you you're a fan of and a franchise that you're a fan of do well not just for the fans but for a general audience because when you see a movie like you know when you see the the, the reaction for Zack Snyder's Justice League for the general audience is that you know it was exciting to see because it's probably his most uh, well accepted and well uh, liked movie since three hundred. Since what? Since three hundred. Since three hundred, right? So yeah. that was really cool and exciting to see because at least people, especially people who may not be a fan of Zack Snyder, now may actually like say, "Hey, I actually like what he did with this movie." I'd like to see what he comes up with next, right? So it gives, at least gives, opens up more people to being open to, you know, not just for DC movies, but for what what else, you know, this director will do, you know, in the future. So, but yeah, so for the Eternals, we've got the description here. Um, so real quick, the current Rotten Tomato score is 48%. <laughs> wow. Wait, is it really that low now? It is that low now. It oh, I think it's even better that it gave it to an Oscar winner to get it that low. Wow. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. And that's the thing that really got striked my curiosity. I'm like, how is that? And the Rotten Tomato score, you know, is... How is it? It's, it's, it's not necessarily how everyone... Because it's basically from a pool of critics, right? And yeah, they, it's an they, aggregate. They, right. So let's see. So when, when the Rotten Tomatoes score debuted, it debuted already, I think, in like 70? No, it was, it was 56, actually. 56. When they... I know it, it, it actually, so it dropped, it dropped under uh, Thor the Dark World. Because yeah. before Eternals, Thor the Dark World was the lowest MCU right. movie. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. For the Dark World <clears throat> is currently at sixty-six percent. Okay. So wow. I remember when it when the first uh, so sixty-six percent is fresh. So I think anything below a sixty is rotten, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So sixty-six percent for Thor: The Dark World is still fresh, right? The audience score for that movie is seventy. So you'll always see the numbers, right? Is the uh, the tomato meter is the critics reviews, so there's 285 reviews for Thor: The Dark World. That's 66 percent still fresh. The audience score is 75 percent, and that's over 250,000 ratings. What's the audience score on Eternals? So here we go. Is it is it a big difference? Yeah. Yes. So right now the tomato meter uh, for Rotten Tomatoes uh, for Eternals is 48% out of 297 reviews. The audience score is 81%. Oh, damn. Wow, that's that's Out of 2,500 verified yeah. reviews. Uh, so, and that's why I would tell you right now, having seen the movie last night, I really enjoyed it. In fact, I enjoyed it so much. Again, <laughs> I almost bought a Lego set earlier. I'm just holding off because I got a, a harder to find Lego set for a good price at Costco, the Avengers, you know, but they had a bunch of the Eternals Lego set there. Um, 
but I really enjoyed the movie. I want to see it again. I can't wait for this to drop on Disney Plus so I can watch it over and over. Um, I don't get the hate for this movie because I thought the story was well told. Um, in the trailer, and we, we've been mocking it like, oh, we were not allowed to interfere. And then who told you that? And then it shows like Galactus, like, Bwong! like in the trailer. So that part and all the explanation, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to give spoilers. Um, so that goes, there's more detail into it. I really think we, think we should go spoiler free, Kuya, because I want anyone else who will listen to this who hasn't uh, watched Eternals yet to go in with no spoilers and enjoy it because I enjoyed it. I enjoy, I won't even say much about what happens in the story because I don't want to give anything away, but I really, I, I just enjoy the story for what it is. I thought it was well told. We get flashbacks and seeing how it all connects with the Marvel cinematic universe and how they explain it. The trail, if you think the trailer looks cool, I think the movie is cooler. Um, I basically just enjoyed this movie. Uh, I need some I need some Marvel Legends action figures now, and I need some Lego sets. Um, I really like the character, the Galactus, Arishem. Every time we see him on screen, Galactus. Every time we see him on screen and they're communicating, they're talking with him. I'm just like, oh my god, this is fucking cool. Like I really like that part. I'm curious who the voice actor is for Arishem. So I have a, um, I have a question. Yeah. Was it as big of a risk making this movie as it was Guardians? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think I that's why do you think that's why maybe the critics aren't liking it? Because it is a big um, risk. The 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 risk is is huge because um unbeknownst to the the common MCU fanboys and, and common folk that watches Marvel movies, Kevin Feige uh wanted um the eternals this was his baby oh okay this is this was the movie that he wanted to do in the first place that's why he created the mcu that's why he wanted to create a a universe so that there's there's an audience pocketed for it because Mm -hmm. he wanted the eternal story he wanted secret wars he wanted secret invasion he wanted um the you know the uh, Galactus, he wanted the Fantastic Four, he wanted, uh, you know, Irishem, he wanted like all of these fucking big, huge, dynamic Jack Kirby uh, creations and all that stuff because he's, he's a fan of the comic books. Okay. Um, the reason, uh, the reason Guardians of the Galaxy worked was because of the soundtrack. Oh, you're just gonna nail it down to the soundtrack. The the soundtrack, the soundtrack for for Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the reasons why people loved it. Um, mm. it brought it brought out nostalgia because just just because of the fact that like, hey, you know, this was shot in the or the kid was from the '80s, so it's like oh, we we're gonna get '70s and '80s songs, and it, it'll give us like you know a lot of these things, and it'll be awesome, and it's gonna be fun. It's it was a fun ride. It had some dramatic parts. Yeah, it had some comedy. All this stuff, it's it's great world building and all that stuff, right? The difference between uh, the Guardians and, and the Eternals is um, the content. Um, the Eternals, if, if 
if you look or think of um, the heroes, the myths, the legends, the gods in, in human history, there's always a strong guy. There's always a, a fast guy, a flying guy. There's always a healer, healer person, all that stuff, right? Every character in the Eternals is that. So basically, they were involved in, in, or in the Earth's uh, civilization from the very beginning. So, so the mythos is there. The, the, the world building is there. Chloe, Chloe Zhao made it a point that, you know, they, they perfectly explained it in the, in the movie that they were there from the beginning of, of human civilization. That they, they were the reasons why uh, human civilization moved forward, moved, moved back, all that stuff. Um, in the tra trailers, they were said, or they were informed, right? Like, how, oh, how come, how come you didn't uh, help fight Thanos and all this stuff, right? Um, Cersei explained because uh, we were supposed to fight the deviants. And, and one of the reasons, and I'm not going to spoil it, or it's not really a spoiler, but this is, this is what Cersei said. If we helped out the humans in every single step that they take, how can they improve? How can they evolve into, into the, their capabilities? So that's what the Eternal said. That's why they didn't inter interfere with anything. Because one, they were, they were told by, by Erishem not to interfere unless it's deviant and, uh, and uh, deviant related, right? And two, they didn't wanna, um, you know, they didn't wanna, uh, whatchamacallit, they, they didn't wanna interfere with, with human progress in that sense. So, so why, why do you think that the, the movie is doing so bad as far as critics go? A lot of critics expect an MCU movie, and it's not, to be honest with you. This is very different from the usual formula? Um, yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> Mike, is, is it the cookie-cutter formula for you? It's not, right? Not necessarily. Um, it's, more, it's more drama, right? It's more, it's more Greek tra uh, tragedy than, than, it, than it is uh, anything else. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. It's closer, to be honest with you, it's closer to Macbeth. Interesting. Uh, or, or, or I'm sorry, not Macbeth. Um, closer to Hamlet than, than than it is to 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 any MCU movie. See, it not being cookie cutter honestly makes me want to see it. Yeah, go, yeah. please watch it. it it's 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 a, it's a, it's a, it's a great it. watch. Uh, you're you're gonna fall in love with the characters. There there are you know, they do have the jokes. You know me, I I hate the fucking jokes. I know, yeah, me too. I, I, hate, I hate the little yucks and all that stuff. But but there wasn't they, any cringe here. There wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. There wasn't jokes. any. Cringe. It was. There was like a lot of. There was a lot of things that they did that, that was tastefully done. The humor was there because of the fact that the, the characters were humorous. Okay. And you're gonna fall in love with every single character, even the even the assholey ones. Yeah, the the cast is fantastic. Oh, it's um, great. There, everyone actually was given a chance to shine, um, I, and I, I think I was... that's part that's part of why a lot of critics I think are not liking it because there's so many characters and they're not necessarily like you know focusing on one whole time. Well, what's their backstory? What's their back? Hmm. There's no need for a backstory because they explained it already. Right, everything is explained, <laughs> and that's why like. You know, like we we'd mock the 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 trailer. We were shocked enough to do anything. We can't do anything. Like, why did you do shit? But it's actually explained, and I thought 
that the way they explain it and the way it worked into the story was very well done. And that's why yeah. I can't stop thinking about the movie. I can't stop thinking about the characters. Like I it's really great. enjoyed it for, so much. For, for me, for me, I, I I always try to reset my my um I always try to reset my my top five uh, MCU movies just because of the fact that I want to change up things and everything, right? The the last two uh, MCU movies that I've seen, Shang Chi and the and and, and the Eternals, I I can put them up there in my top five easily, because of because of pure entertainment value for me, you know, because I I liked the story, I liked how it how it how it dealt with things, and I I liked I liked how it, it was done. Chloe Zhao built the world; she created a, a, a an entire world for people to understand, and. People just didn't like it because it wasn't the, the same old MCU popcorn movie that, that they were expecting. Right. I'm sorry. I gave it, it's not like when when I saw it, like when I first like when I was watching it last last night, I was like, this isn't an MCU movie. Yeah, and it, we. It, like, I we was get, like, I, I was shocked. I was like, I was just watching it. And I was like, wow, like this is kind of. <laughs> it was kind of. It was different. That's part of the exciting thing for me because it's something finally it's it's something different that you know I've enjoyed the past MCU movies but it's, for some of them some of them felt a little yeah there, there's a cookie cutter you know same old thing we've seen before but this one shows something different that it, it, it actually it, it had value it had quality inside the, the 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 characters actually gave a fuck about each other yes Jester. Yes. They like when when people say familia when we were joking about fa Fast and the Furious and all that shit, right? Yeah. The, these characters in the Eternals, it's familia. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, it, it really is. Like it's it's it, it's you know really there, well there, there's there's bickering there's there's shit like that that happened between them in, in in the movie, but at the end of the day, they're all familia. And by the way, <laughs> I do want to share. So Chloe Zhao, of course, is doing her press junket or press circuit. Yep. Doing please, please, please go ahead and, 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 and you know bask in the glory, Mike. Go ahead. Doing interviews, and I'm like, even when the trailer came out, and we saw um, what's his name, Rob Stark, flying around and shooting eye beams so intensely. I'm like, looks a little Man of Steelish, yeah. Uh, so Chloe Zhao is doing an interview, and she pretty much confirmed like um, Man of Steel was an inspiration for her to get the character of Icarus played by um, Rob Richard Stark. Madsen. Yeah, Richard no, Madden. Richard Madden. Richard Madden. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, she even, and she even said Zack Snyder's take on Superman. Let me get the direct quote here. Let's not misquote. Um, but yeah, I was just like, whoa, this is awesome. Um, and that's why yesterday on Twitter, this has been going on for yeah. Zack Snyder is the blueprint. That's what they, they were saying. Right. It trended it yesterday. Trending. It trended yesterday, but it has been going on for a while now. Zack Snyder is the blueprint because a lot of what Zack Snyder did in Man of Steel has shown up in other movies. Now, of course, there's a coincidence, not necessarily all the time, but then when it, you know, when you look at, uh, some some of these things that that are compared, it's a little too close. So you're like wondering, like, what's going on? Maybe all the uh, Warner Brothers execs got on Rotten Tomatoes and started, you know, bombing <laughs> it so that way it wouldn't do well. 
Yeah. Nah, so, I, I, yeah. The, the, this is by, by far the most DC out of, of out of the Marvel movies. It actually <laughs> maybe that's why I liked it so much. <laughs> no, it, I, it, I, I, like to, to be honest with you, Jester, like like it 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 told a story. It, it re- literally did. And at, at the end of the day, you're gonna enjoy yourself. I mean, the only to be honest with you, the only cringe things that I've noticed is like, um, you know what, Rob and uh. Uh, Rob Stark and fucking Jon Snow is like uh, talking to a girl named Cersei. <laughs> right? Julie kept saying like she got distracted because she kept thinking of Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what that's what the, the, the thing that, that and I'm like, out, but you know? that's the comics. That's Cersei is actually from the comics. Yeah, so Cersei. Cersei. It's spelled yeah. differently. Yeah, yeah. So but it, but it, but it's funny for me. I, I, it was hilarious. You know, right? Again, that's. So here's the here's the yeah, quote from, here's the quote from Chloe Zhao. Um, so this is from Forbes.com. In an interview with French outlet CinemaJukatu.com, she talked about how much she liked Man of Steel and how <laughs> she wove Snyder's vision of Superman into elements of Icarus. I'm specifically reading this for all the fucking Zack Snyder haters who said. Zack Snyder doesn't know Superman. So here's the quote. She says, you said it, not me. Superman is the ubermensch, the ultimate man, the Superman, a concept that exists in all cultures of all modern interpretations of Superman. This is Zack Snyder's with Man of Steel, which inspired me the most because he approached this myth in an authentic and very real way. I remember thinking it was Superman by Terrence Malick when I saw the trailer. This film left a strong impression on me, but Icarus is, of course, our own take on Superman. So oh, it's kind of ironic. I'm looking at a picture here. Uh, I wonder if you could see it here. I'm going to. Oh, anyway, it says uh, <laughs> there's the two buttons on this panel. It says support Eternals. Hate Snyder, and then it's MCU fanboys like yeah, dabbing their sweaty I saw heads. that meme. Yeah, okay. yep, I saw that meme. <laughs> okay, yeah. That was hilarious. I still need to. See. <clears throat> but yeah. Um. Also, not not spoilers. This is in the trailer or some of the TV spots. Superman is mentioned in this film. Yep. And I think so is Batman. Batman. Yep. And wow. Alfred. And, and Alfred. Alfred. And I'm just like, wow, what is going on here? Wow. Like Kevin yeah. Feige, like. Like, so, no, okay Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Feige okayed it because you know what he said. Like Kevin, Kevin Feige said it himself when he saw Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, he was thoroughly impressed. He said that like, you know that this is this is what world building was supposed to be. Come on, like the the biggest the biggest name in in, in the MCU, the king or the creator of, of the MCU loves Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. Yeah. So let's. What's your source for this? Where'd you where'd you see this? He in an interview somewhere. I don't know. Fucking. Oh, okay, okay. That's cool. That's that's awesome. But, but that's you know again, it's it's a different you know. Jack Kirby would have been proud of this fucking movie, if he was alive. Yep. You know, and I, I love the fact at the very end, Mike, when they said right, the Eternals created by Jack Kirby only. Like they didn't, they didn't, they didn't put fucking Stanley's name on it because it's mm-hmm. it's only Jack Kirby that created the Eternals. Yeah, I love that. And uh, for me, I, that that was it. That was the the, the check mark that, that I was waiting for. Like, right? yep, Chloe Zhao did her homework. 
<laughs> yep. yep. So, like, I'll, I'll, I, man, like I, I can watch this 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 uh, movie uh, over and over. Um, fucking Angelina Jolie was beautiful and gorgeous and fantastic in this movie. Uh, Don Lee uh, Gilgamesh was amazing. Yeah, Icarus, Icarus was awesome. All of them uh, were awesome. I'm oh, like, hey, man, dude, like um, Makari, the, the 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 fast one, right? Yes, she was so good. She was, was and she, so by the way, the actress. Um, so I have some shit I need to pick on with her too. <laughs> so Makari is played. So she's basically the Flash of the team. She runs yeah. really fast. Uh, she's played by actress Lauren Ridloff. So she's a deaf uh, actor. She signs in the whole mm. movie, which I thought was awesome. That was really cool. And that's yeah. how the other characters communicated with her too. And they even, like the cast even learned sign language uh, from her. So she was great. No problems there. She was awesome in the movie. The, the only thing I have some shit to pick on her with is the fact that she made a comparison to this, this DC character. So, <laughs> so she's saying that Makari is faster than the Flash, which of course she's all right. We'll see about that. She's getting a lot of heat for, and rightfully so, because with the way she compares it. Okay, so this is a quote. Okay, so this is a conversation I had with my son. So, so, so talking with her son, when he first found out that I was going to be the fastest woman in the universe, he said, "No, you're not." He brought over his laptop and looked into the computer and said, look, it's true. Flash is faster than Makari. <laughs> but then she said, but I'm sure Makari because she travels faster than the speed of sound. But hold up. It looks like the speed of light is much faster than the speed of sound, right? <laughs> so that's right. And Flash is, Flash's powers came from a lightning bolt. So there you go. So I just thought that was hilarious because just probably misquoted, of course, but you know, it was just funny. Like, but, like her her fight scenes was amazing. Like I, I really fucking loved it. Every the yeah, fight. I enjoyed yeah, it. Every, the way everyone. um Jester, you know those those mythos in Mesopotamia and ancient Babylon about those uh those monsters with the wings and the claws and the body of lions and tails of scorpions and shit like that, right? Yeah, the biblical uh, yeah. demons. Basically. Yeah, all, all of those yeah. things, basically, right? Mm-hmm. The the deviants kind of sort of uh, look like that. So it, it's it like the way. Well, the, I, the I way thought that was sort of the point. I mean, even the comic books, they very much reference some biblical, and they reference some Greek, and they reference some like quite a bit of stuff all in one. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's basically what it is. And you know, again, the thing the thing is like. They're going throughout like human history in, in the with the Eternals. They're just explaining like you know these guys were benevolent protectors. They were they were helping them out get rid of excuse me get rid, getting rid of the deviants and stuff. Hmm. Um, in the comic books, um, I think they retconned it already. But Thanos was a deviant. Oh, okay. So so because of the MCU thing and how famous Thanos is, they don't want him to be a deviant. So he's an eternal with a deviant variation. Ah, uh, okay. So that's why the, that's why he he looks like like a fucking you know he looks like a fucking purple purple <laughs> uh, nutsack. Right, then, right. 
than than like a regular person. Yeah. So that's uh, that's the the only retcon that the only change that they have. So yeah, Eternals two is gonna come. Uh, it's gonna come with uh, along along with. <laughs> You know, it, it's going to tie in with everything. It's going to tie in with Quantum Mania. It's going to tie in with the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's going to tie in with Thor, Love and Thunder. It, they don't realize how big of a fucking movie The Eternals is. And like when 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 people hate on it, I'm like, all right, but but you're going to see, you're going to see like the how how this this little tiny ass movie who 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 wasn't supposed to you know who isn't anything supposed to be it's you know it, it's it's going to influence the the rest of the 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 phases moving forward cuz this this was the Feige's uh, this is this was the one that that Feige wanted to do so yep and the two post credit scenes are pretty cool yeah because they're of course a lot more set up for what's to come in the future uh, they yeah are very cool they they introduced like one of the one of the more polarizing characters uh, of all time. Yeah, yeah. So that character's polarizing, huh? Interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. Interesting. He's, he's, he's polarizing because like you know you know some people like him, some people don't. I like the character itself in the comic book. He was funny. The, okay, but the the actor himself. I, I don't give a shit. Like I don't give a shit. Like, the actor has a pretty big following. Yeah, he he looks the part. Yeah, he looks the part. Yeah. So, I yeah. like when when I saw him and the way he he spoke and he talked, I'm like, okay, yeah, he can he can, he can play he can play uh, Eros. That's cool. Right. So that's kind of cool, but um, yeah, the like when when once uh Jester talk uh, gets a chance to see the movie, we're we're gonna go deep dive into it. Like, I, there's one thing that I was a little eh about. The, the the little change the 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 change that they did from from the comic books is uh, I'm a I'm a little disappointed in that but I understand yeah alrighty well we're gonna see how it does hopefully yeah it looks like it's gonna do well yeah. uh, for for uh, the next if, if not if, if not fuck them there you go that's the <laughs> yeah I mean Marvel has built you know their there. I saw, I, I saw it. Like, um, I don't know if you guys know this uh, club, this app called Clubhouse. There's a lot of people that, that talk talk on Clubhouse. Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, there's there's a group that I saw. It says like, uh, uh, thoughts on Eternals. Uh, is the MCU 26 and 0, or are they 25 and 1? When it, when it comes to movies. Uh huh. And and I was like I was about to comment something, but like you know it was it was our time to fucking go go to the the you know to to do our thing. I was I was gonna comment. And I was like, oh, Captain Marvel is a loss. <laughs> uh, Thor: The Dark World is an L. Um, well, depending on how you look at it, because financially, Captain uh, Marvel is a win. And again, I'm, I'm talking about movies itself. Yeah, financially, yeah. That's that's I guess that's what what they're you're talking about but again yeah yeah like for for me i was like i was just laughing but then the funny thing is they were they were talking they were talking about the eternals right and one and one one fucking mcu fanboy pointed it out and and he's like you know what this movie this movie was like it reminded me so much of 
you know, this this movie reminded me so much of like Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and, and I was like, and I was like, what the fuck is the, that tangent that he was is going on to? Like, I thought he was going to pan on, you know, because, because that's not the topic, right? You, people just don't understand. Like, again, this is cinema. This is what we're talking about. This is this is what this is what what great directors are, are doing. They're trying to tell a story instead of that cookie cutter shit that everybody loves. You know, I, I was like, oh my god, he said cookie cutter shit. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> ding 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 ding. That's the buzzword. <laughs> oh man, like so, the. I also want to talk about. Um, so supposedly this movie, so Eternals, has reportedly been banned from several Gulf countries after yep. local censors pushed for changes to the film, including, yep. so I'm, I'm wondering, aside from this, I'm, I'm wondering what other scenes they want to change. So, but the big one is the portrayal of a same-sex relationship. So the film will not be shown in Saudi, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, yep. and Kuwait, yep. according to the Hollywood Reporter and Variety. But when we watched the movie, when I saw the scene, I'm like, this is, a, well, of course, it's a big deal for them in those countries. Mike, it makes the, sense. It's, a, it's a big deal, not because it's, it's a homosexual relationship. It's, yeah. big, it's a big deal because it's a homosexual relationship with an Arabic, uh, Arabic person. Ah, that's right. That's right. The other actor. Right. Right? Because right. he, he, spoke, he spoke in perfect Arabic. And then I was like, right. when I, when I was, right. When I was uh, watching it, I was like, oh, okay. Now I see the hate. Okay. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the first sex scene in the MCU? I was not... surprised. I was really surprised. Because for a few moments there, it looked like he was pumping or something. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is actually happening. And like, for me, again, this is the story. This is the, this is the story of uh, Icarus and Cersei uh, growing fond of each other on planet Earth while they, they were saving the humans and all that stuff. They fell in love. Yeah. Um. Physically, really the first one though. I mean, like, what about Iron Man? And that so, one is a twist. That was a that one is a twist. This this yeah. this is this is basically like seriously like this people, is an actual love scene. Like uh, Icarus was actually on top of uh, Cersei, and there are yeah. some movements, bro. They're straight yeah, up thrusting. Nah, no, you don't show the the thrust. Well, it almost looks like movie. he is. It almost. But it was like, like it was more like this, and then. <laughs> kind, kind Come of on. I mean, that's basically what we saw in Iron Man. Then, oh no, 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 we I, didn't. Iron we didn't Man, see Iron Man was just Iron the, Man, the, they, the were, next they, were, they were they were like tackling each other in the bed, and then they fell. Yeah, and then the next mm, morning, that wasn't that wasn't wow, so that was further than that, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh. But um, they they said there was like you know it's cool. Richard, Richard, and uh, Gemma Chan were they were they were good good friends, and they it, it, made, it made it easier. Yeah, it makes it easier to grind on your co-star. No problem. Hey, man, shit. <laughs> if, if you know, if she, if she's as beautiful as Gemma Chan, fucking, I'd be like, all right. If if I, if I have to, if I have to do it for the if MCU, I have to, I mean, if I got to get paid, I guess I'll just throw yeah, oh, on God, you a little bit, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, um, it it was it was it was tastefully done, and again, people say that it wasn't necessary, but for me. The, at the at the very at the very high point of the movie, the the very apex, uh, you know, the 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 climax of the movie, you will understand why they had to show 
the love. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the time, it's not necessary. It's um, just there. Yeah, this 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 time it is. You, you, you'll understand. We'll see. I'll I'll wait and see. Yep. Before I say anything. Oh yeah. No no. It's fine. Yep. But yeah. Um. This is how I want to see more Marvel movies of where the director yeah. really shines and really makes it their own. So I'm really impressed with Chloe Zhao. Um, but yeah, bring on, bring on the Eternals too. Uh, like a <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> space boogaloo. Um, alrighty, moving on to the Batman, which is coming up in March. Warner Brothers released the official synopsis for the film. And yeah. uh, it's very interesting because the words they're using here. So the, the official synopsis for the Batman is the Batman is an edgy action packed thriller that depicts Batman in his early years, struggling to balance rage with righteousness as he investigates a disturbing mystery that has terrorized Gotham. Robert Pattinson delivers a raw intense portrayal of Batman as a delusioned desperate vigilante awakened by the realization that the anger consuming him makes him no better than the ruthless serial killer he's hunting. Mm. Nice. So very meaty. There's a lot to unpack there. Oh, like I, I, I have thriller. I, I have I have two words in regard to describe that fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, Batman kills. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting if we actually he, he see will him kill. He will fucking kill like a couple of people in this movie. Like well, I will guarantee you that. Remember and, and, they and, and, did, and, then, and then, no, and then there will be repercussions. Again, they suppose that like they, they can do the mythos of like, oh, I don't want to kill. Anyone. But like, because like when you saw the trailer, like my wife saw the trailer, right? When we saw Dune or something, and when 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 he. When he grabbed that dude by the neck and slammed him into the pole, like my my, my wife said, like she heard the crack, right? Yep, you know, like that. And, and then like my wife was like, "Batman, Batman broke his neck." And I was like, "Man, but Batman doesn't kill, kill or not, he broke his neck." <laughs> yeah, he, he'll be a pair. And there's even a scene in the trailer where Batman is beating up on some guy. And even Catwoman, who's looking, who's looking onward, kind of flinches, and she's like shocked at what's hot, nope. what's happening, and how he's reacting. Um, it's like that so, TikTok meme of like, "You want what he's having?" That's what yeah. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, remember, uh, not too long ago, they did a test screening for an audience of the three-hour cut of this film, and one of the guys even said. It's very uh, at the very end. There's something shocking, truly shocking, that happens. And what more could it be than Batman really out Catwoman the line and doing something? Yeah, okay. he crosses the line or something. A, yeah, he, he he eats out Catwoman, right? Because that's what heroes do. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's that's so shocking. That, that would be the best end credit scene though. <laughs> <laughs> And then be like, hey, Marvel, you like your sex scenes, huh? How about this? <laughs> Here's a one-up. <laughs> By the him. way, I do want to mention real quick, The Eternals, which has its um, actual, more like, really straight-up sex scene, love scene, 
uh, right now has Happy Meal toys at McDonald's. <laughs> Can you make them do the thrusting? So actually, okay. <laughs> so if you look at, okay, I'm going to focus on, um, so here's Icarus, right? Icarus, yep. his arms go up so he can fly. Yippee. But it's Cersei that's got me curious because when I press her, the button on the back of her head, her hand goes up like she's about to touch <laughs> Icarus's junk. Nice. <laughs> like ready to like fondle. <laughs> so I'm just like, yo, what's going on here? Good one. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. The, the Batman official synopsis. Um, less than six months from now, we're going to get this movie. And that was the first trailer right be, uh, at, the, at the, when the trailers started for Eternals. That was the first trailer that kicked it off. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, fuck yeah. I, I love seeing this trailer on the big screen. So really cool. And then after that, of course, they show the kitty shit, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Like, let's show you uh, hardcore Batman first. By the way, is there a rating yet? I'm curious now. It's gotta be. It's gotta be R. Yeah, it's gotta be. Like man, shocked if it wasn't. Yeah. Um, Has to be R. That's really fascinating. Um, Is the Batman going to be rated R? DC Films: The Batman confirmed the movie won't be rated R. Oh wow! Fight some crazy rumors. But then that's the thing. Like, how how are you gonna show this R movie? <laughs> it has yeah. Lego sets. It has Lego sets for the kids. Hey, what like about Deadpool? Action figures in the toy what, aisle. What about what about Deadpool? What about that's Deadpool? an R-rated movie? Yeah, and, and no he has, does Legos. he have Lego sets? Does he, does he nope. have like, no? There's Legos? no Lego set of him yet. No, no Lego sets. Really? Not for Deadpool. They got away with making action figures by not making. They didn't make the movie action figures. They made the comic version of the Correct. Action. Yep. But they there is there now is the movie action figures, which Hasbro has made. Um, they finally made them. There was just a transition of the, you know, when, when Disney bought Fox, because now they made the Deadpool and the X-Men action figures. But now there is. So by Deadpool 3, who knows if that's going to be rated R or PG-13. That's PG-13. Come on. This is a Disney film, man. Oh. They're not gonna. Yeah. Have, they're not gonna make a fucking. Right, but I think they can still get away with this. I mean, I would love this Batman movie to be rated R. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. dude. Like, I want. I want to see brutality. See, the, the, these are the things that, like, you know, like when 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 my wife and I saw the preview for the Batman, like we like she she liked it. She's like, oh man, like you know, Pattinson actually is doing you know. He, uh, she said, like she has, uh, he has the mouth of Bruce Wayne, like you know, or the mouth of Batman, like the way the way the the Batman looks in the uh, in from the nose down, right? Right. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, the jawline and everything. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm talking about like the mouth, mouth, the mouth area and all that stuff, and it's very Batman like. And he's like, I'm not sure of him as being uh being Bruce Wayne, but like, uh, but yeah, it should be fine. And she says, like, you know, I hope I hope it's, like, you know, a very brutal, very violent Batman. And I was like, I, I hope so, too, but they're probably not going to do it. But Well, I mean, you look at the trailer already, you're seeing brutality and violence right there. I know. Um, but, perhaps but, more I, than we've I, ever I, seen in a Batman trailer before. Um, 
I mean, we we saw the the trailer for Batman versus Superman when he kicked the shit out of everybody in the warehouse. That was yeah. kind of brutal. Oh yeah, that was brutal too. But I yeah, think but... It, um, it looks like Matt Reeves has kicked it up a notch and, and like yeah. more. <laughs> I know, like, you know, the armor plated Batman with like you know he's he's taking bullets like from an AK forty seven. I was like, yeah, okay, that's a, that's a little uh, it's a little extreme, but okay, I got you. <laughs> when you have Hello. the money, it's like, why the <laughs> fuck am I gonna dodge these bullets when I can just fucking walk through them? <laughs> yeah, like, yep. like point blank range, he's getting he's getting shot by uh by AK forty seven, and I'm like, yeah, cool. yeah, like a walking tank. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean the Batmobile is a fucking tank in this one too. Like you fucking, oh, yeah, man. Fuck yeah. You. I got him. I got him. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, nope. And I love that shot in the trailer where Penguin is upside down and he's walking yeah. towards him. And like slowly, amidst, slowly amidst too. The fiery explosion behind him. I'm like, oh, and then the title like zooms out and like, oh my god, so oh cool. my god. And you know, and this is the thing that the MCU people like. They still want you know. Oh, it'd be nice if DC had their continuity and all that stuff. DC doesn't give a shit. DC knows about the multiverse and the universe. We can create different stories about anything. If they want to create right. a, a continuity, then they'll do that. Then they'll make a movie, whatever, whatever. But it doesn't have to be that way. They, again, the MCU fanboys got 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 sucked into this uh, continuity and uh, Everything universe. Has to connect. Yeah, it doesn't have to. Like to be honest with you, so right, and it's you know, it's the DC multiverse. So yeah. Different different variations of uh, the same character. Yep. So and I, and I like it. So. Yup. Alrighty. So from the Batman um, earlier tonight, we got a new poster, official poster, drop for Spider Man. A little movie <coughs> called Spider Man No Way Home, that's going <laughs> to be hitting movie theaters exclusively in December. Um, so the official social media accounts uh, on Instagram and Facebook, and I'm assuming Twitter as well, dropped the brand new poster for Spider-Man No Way Home. And it shows, of course, Spider-Man amidst a pile of debris in his iron spider armor suit. And you can see the tentacles of Doc Ock. You can see a lightning bolt. And you can see what looks like some sand uh, from the Sandman. Lightning bolt from Electro. And you can see in the background a tiny image of what looks like the green goblin on his gl goblin glider. So there you go. December 17th, exclusively in movie theaters, in premium large formats, and IMAX. So, and of course, that little poster is enough to let make all the fanboys excited. Um, I'm hoping judging on what we're seeing with this poster since they dropped it tonight i'm hoping we get a trailer tomorrow is there football tomorrow is there a football game oh uh, yeah uh, it should night be football. monday monday night football yeah there's always okay monday night football. so most likely if we if we don't get this trailer drop in the morning we're probably gonna get uh, a <clears throat> trailer drop right during the football game because that's what they've been doing in the past for disney has been doing that for the past uh star wars sequel trilogy films they've dropped trailers then um, during a football game because that's when a lot of eyes are on, you know, on the game. 
So yeah, if we don't get it tomorrow morning, I'm hoping we get it during sometime at, uh, in the evening. And um, there's apparently a lot of leaks with the trailer description um, with that next trailer. So, you know, talking about the DC multiverse and getting that sneak peek, the first look of the Flash movie, uh, we get to hear Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne Batman and see the back of his cowl. And Jester, you were right. Um, that is Batflex cowl on the floor in that trailer. Because I rewatched that trailer a few times and I'm like, yeah, that is Batflex cowl. Bloody Bat cowl yeah. on the floor in Wayne Manor. So I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, but yeah, Warner Brothers has confirmed that yeah, we're get we're gonna give you not one, not two. You're actually gonna get three Batmans next year on the big screen, but in one movie, you're gonna get two Batman. You're gonna get Batfleck and you're gonna get Keaton, uh, you know, in the same movie. And meanwhile, over here, Spider-Man No Way Home, we haven't gotten any confirmation, official confirmation from Marvel that we're actually gonna get Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Um, but of course, it's all in the leaks. And Everybody the fucking knows already that it's going to be uh, them. Watch them pull a boner uh, joke on this movie. Oh, oh man, oh man, that's going to piss off a lot. I might walk out a lot. <laughs> I would straight up just walk out. Like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I think I'm done with Marvel for right now. Oh man, that would be hilarious. But yeah, that would piss off a lot of people. <laughs> they just make it three Toms instead of like the different actors. Just like, well, well, Peter, like Peter B. Parker in, in uh, Ben right. Ben O'Reilly or something like that, right? Right. It's not the different actors. It's uh, the same actor, just different suits. Got him. Oh, em. I would love, I would love to see Ben Riley on screen. Oh man, a blonde Tom Holland. Oh man. <laughs> Give me that action figure! Oh shit! I love I love the Ben Riley uh, suit though in the comics, the first one. I know, like you like the asshole uh, Spider Man, the he's Scarlet Spider. Well, the Scarlet <laughs> Spider suit is like one of the best ones. Yeah, I he's, love he's, the he's, the, he's the asshole that uh, Spider Man. I don't fucking you know care. That, right? he's, still, he's still Peter yeah. Parker. <laughs> he's a clone, so you can say <laughs> yeah. Peter Parker is an asshole. No, Much like Tobey Maguire in Spider Man Three. With the dance, no, he's, he's a bigger asshole in, in the comic books. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Can't that's can't all right, always be the nice guy. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't be like Nightwing all the time. <laughs> yeah, with a lot of ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All righty, well, that's pretty much it. Um, anything else you guys want to share? What you're, what you're currently watching, or anything you've seen? Um, two, yeah, two. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Just... Oh, no, no, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just watching uh, Travis Scott get bombarded with a bunch of hate. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you well know, his concert, <laughs> his concert killed eight people. And of course, he deserves all that shit. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, the World was canceled. And he hasn't uh, he hasn't uh, taken up the opportunity to, um, hey, you know what, we're going to look into it, investigate, we're going to nah. figure it out, whatever, whatever. Nope. Really? No. Nah, He's hiding yeah. behind a Kardashian because, you know, she... Whatever. Oh man, that's terrible. Anyways, um, two things that that I saw on Netflix recently, and I fucking loved it. Um, Army of Thieves. Yeah. Amazing. Army of Thieves is amazing. That uh, uh, Dieter is 
fucking like, he's he's hilarious, man. He's the yep. he's the guff. I I didn't realize that he directed the the shit. Yep. Yep. So I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> not bad, not bad for directing yeah, the film was like, and starring yeah. in it. So yeah, like uh, the 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 casting was great. Everybody was amazing in that in that casting. Um, yep. Everybody was great in that. Um, but the one that I really want to advertise and and push again is the movie The Harder They Fall. Um, I need to see the, that. I heard it's amazing. This this is a take on on real life characters of of, of uh, African American cowboys and cowgirls or Western folk, right? Um, the story itself is not um, it's fictional because the, the the shit that happened between them it didn't happen, but the characters itself is based on real folk. And awesome. they, they, the, the director and the, the scriptwriter, they wanted, they just wanted to tell a story of a western with, with all these characters together. Hey, hey, you know, this could have happened, you know, sometime in the 1800s or whatever. And the casting is excellent. The, the dialogue, the script is amazing. Uh, Idris Elba is fucking amazing in this, in this movie. Um, the cast, the music itself is, is captivating. Um, it, it's great. It's one of the best movies I've seen this year, and, and bar none. And I, I, I thought I was just gonna watch it and be like, oh, you know, it's just gonna pass the time while I, while I'm at, you know, when I'm working from home and everything. Nope. I pretty much like uh, forgot about work and I started watching the fucking movie. Nice. So, so just, I, that's a, that's a must watch for you guys if you want to see it. Um, yeah, that's 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 that's, that's all I have. Cool. Um, I enjoyed you season three on Netflix. Mm. I really like season one. Season two was okay. Season three I thought was awesome. So bring on. No, you got you got fucking banned for TikTok or, or Instagram for that shit. So. Uh, I didn't get banned. The TikTok video got, got removed. Banned. Not me. Not me per se. But yeah. <laughs> Fucking so, TikTok. TikToks are, uh, in, I don't know. I, I don't well, like the algorithm. So a big sister from our church group uh, actually DM'd me and she, she told, she explained to me that, which actually made sense. So when she talked to me about it and I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So I was like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue that. Like, so she told me, hold on. Um, so basically, real quick, the TikTok that I made is based like based on you know you season three, and in the TikTok that I made, I pulled out a knife. It's a pretty big knife. It's a kitchen knife that we use for cutting up you know vegetables or meat. Um, but when I pulled the knife, I, and I acted like I was wiping the knife, pretending like it was just used, and the way I look at the camera, of course, doesn't help. So. Um, she pretty much told me like, yeah, you didn't, um, you didn't necessarily mean, uh, okay. So here she said, just a thought it may have been done in jest, but you have a lot of followers though. The act may not be dangerous per se. You won't be aware of how the optics can affect the viewer. Maybe the visual can trigger emotions for people with traumatic history or trigger others to act on something. I guess the app. She's talking about TikTok. Just doesn't have any other classification. 
to use other than what they used. So, and this, she just said it was just her two cents. So I was like, yeah, thanks for your input. That actually makes sense because yeah, I don't, the last thing I want to do when I make TikToks, I, I, first of all, I make TikToks to entertain and to make, you know, if I can make people laugh, great. And if, they, if they're entertained, but if I don't want to trigger anyone, you know, so. So let me, let me get this straight, Mike. Uh, you wiping um, a knife with a towel, looking looking all weird and in, in, in on the camera and all that stuff, it's a bad thing. But but fake ass doctors, fake nurses, and fake people talking about like uh, vaccines don't work. No comment. Uh, <laughs> no okay. comment. The misinformation. And, well, and, 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 uh, and, and fake uh, fake ass. Uh, you know, fake ass suburban kids from Florida singing Island Boy. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Fucking, I mean, uh, that, that's okay. You, uh, you tell uh, me. Mm. You, yeah, you tell me. Mm. That's the, okay. unfortunately, that's the thing with social media. They thrive on, they thrive on a lot of the misinformation that's out there because it gets a lot of views. It gets a lot of traction and activity and comments and likes. So, that's the unfortunate. I'm an island boy. <laughs> I <laughs> love that scene. I'm an island boy. Hey, Jester, mm. are you an island boy? No. You should be an know. island boy. Yeah, you I don't want to be. Say, say, say that. I'm an island boy. No, I'm not going to say that. No say, comment, that right? <laughs> oh, no. no comment. Cause, cause so it's fun. Have, have also... you seen that? Have you seen the, the TikTok? Yeah. Yeah, I was right. like, what the hell? Stupid. So, I thought it was interesting. So we watched Eternals last night and that one of the themes in that movie is also time and how yep. they have all this time, you know, that are they, they've spent so much time on earth, seven, over 7,000 years, whatever. Yep. Um, and earlier, since it is daylight saving time today, we had, we went back in time an hour. Um, I and I'm in Arizona. Well, yeah, unfortunately you guys aren't as cool as all the other states, yeah. Arizona and Hawaii. <laughs> Arizona, Arizona can time travel. Arizona is eternal. Sorry. <laughs> eternal. Sorry. There you go. Um, I checked out About Time on Netflix. We watched it. And I was really, I was really interested. I, I really liked the movie. I thought it was really interesting. So, yeah. you know, it's time travel, but not necessarily sci-fi. It's more romantic, you know, romantic drama. A little bit of comedy. Um, I like is this it. the one with? Is this the one in the fucking subway? Is this, is this the one that they they traveled in the subway to go back in time? No. Is is Wait. Dominic? Is Dominic? Whatever Dom, his name Dom is. Dom right? Hall Gleason, yeah. Dom yeah. Dom Hall Gleason and um, what's her name? Uh, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, yes, yes. Jesus Christ. Um. Wait, you haven't seen it? I thought you've seen it. No. Yeah, so this is from 2000. It's on Netflix. Uh, this is from 2013. And I thought it was really fascinating, really interesting. Um, we also get to see a young Margot Robbie in the film. Uh, and Younger, then, eh? uh, Bill Nye, Bill Nye is, is his father. Uh -huh. um, actually, a superb cast. So, but yeah, um, what's, what's Donald Gleason's? character's name in uh force awakens oh my god 
he plays the first order. He plays the first order or general, whatever. Yeah. Jester, do you remember his uh, character's name? Oh my gosh, it starts with an H, doesn't it? Hux, Hux, there we go. Hux, thank you. General Hux. So it's interesting because he's in this movie and also in this movie is the actor that plays General Pride in The Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Yeah. Uh, What's his face? General Pride actor is Richard E. Grant. There you go. Yeah. So he's also in the film. But yeah, um, it's a fascinating film. Um, there's time travel. So I'm curious to see what Kuya thinks. You should check it out. I'm curious to see what you think about it. Unless, like, okay, this is what so I said. That's, okay. So that's the thing. It doesn't focus so much on the sci-fi aspect of it. But there are some rules that's established. Because mm-hmm. it focuses more on the romantic drama story of it. Okay. So okay. yeah, there you go. Okay. But there's, there's no flux capacitor. There's no speed. Tardis. There's no Tardis. No Tardis. No Tardis. Okay. So. There, there, there's no, there's no mission uh, going back in time to uh, grab the stones before. No. The stones were known to no. Be no right quantum. Now? No quantum realm. No. Okay. Quantum Swatch wrist Rolexes. Uh, no. Hot tub time machine. Eleven heist. No yeah. hot tub okay. time machines. It's all. It's very simple. It's. I thought it was very simple. In that way, it was kind of unique. Like, okay. Um, there's a there's a romantic movie in the eighties, I believe. Uh, Christopher Reeves. Somewhere uh, in time. Yeah, that that's that's probably the closest thing I'll ever get to a time travel, romantically. Yeah. Because that that shit was sad, bro. Yeah, I heard. I've never seen it, but I've heard it's sad. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like it was, it was very sad. Like, I, like because of the twist that they did, because it was like fucking twisty. Ah, interesting. But the thing is, I don't get, I don't get how did how the twist happened because the 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 rule that they set for the time traveling uh-huh. is 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 you know you can't break it. Mm. But 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 that that twist that they did was like I. Uh, so. Yeah. Alrighty, well. That's pretty much well, it. That's the episode. Jester, do you have anything to like uh, to recommend oh, yeah. to watch? Not really. Anything? I'm still in half halfway through Cowboy Bebop. I gotta finish that before the live action <laughs> comes out. Hey, are are you on? Um, did you see the episode already with the the bouncing fat guy? And uh, no, I haven't. Okay, uh, I haven't even gotten of... to the part where they get the fourth main character. Oh, you mean Ed? Ed, yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. I think I'm like one episode away. Okay. Yeah. You didn't like Ed. Ed. Ed's fun. Um, but but go go look for that um that episode with the the fat guy, the the, the jumping fat guy, because it was a, uh, it's him and um and Spike only in the in the in the show or in the movie, or in I'm the gonna, episode. Well, I'm gonna watch all of them. So. Yeah, and yeah. then the the blues guy also the saxophone guy. So. Okay. Nice. You're gonna love it. <clears throat> Alrighty. That's it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening or watching. If you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, you name it. We'd appreciate it. We'd like to hear from you guys. That would be cool. Um, Please leave comments. Leave, uh, like, you know, accusations, violent reactions, or anything. Just leave something. 
Yeah. Hopefully. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, till next time, stay safe out there, y'all. See ya. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye.